Everybody was in Kung Fu hiding. <sighs> What's going on, beautiful people? It is I, Black Zeus, back for another edition of Black Zeus, the podcast. I am here with my boy, Dante. <laughs> Man forgot his camera today, so that's all you'll be hearing of him. Uh, I forgot the tripod. I have the camera. Oh, you've brought the camera. I'm sorry. I misrepresented what he did. <laughs> Either way, it's not a big deal because you still get to hear him. He's here. I'm here. You're here. The beautiful people. Um, all right. See you next week. No, season four, episode four, Black Suits Podcast. We're back. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll see how long this goes. We got hours. I think we're actually ahead of the game today. We're ahead of schedule. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think well, last week we met up later than normal. True. So and then well, we talked longer than normal. No, but last time we met up at the time that we're starting at now. True. We didn't meet, yeah, we met later than normal. Wait, we didn't meet at four no, we, yes, we, last week. No, we well what time? We met around three though. You're not wrong. It was around yeah, this time. Three, three thirty ish. Which means we didn't get into the studio <laughs> until like six. I, exactly. But today, I came two hours earlier, and, and we, we talked for two hours. Two and a half hours <laughs> of philosophy and just goofballery. Yes. Uh, how you living, bro? I'm living good. I'm blessed and highly favored, there my guy. There it is. There it is. Don't say anything else, because the moment you do, something in the universe breaks. Really? <laughs> you looked me in my soul. Really? <laughs> um, I mean, at least in my universe, mm -hmm. I'm used to you saying that. Yeah. But you know what? Change is also a good thing. I just don't think we're there yet. Yeah. We haven't exhausted blessed and highly favored. No. Not not even close. Not even close. I feel so comfortable. I wore my short socks. I had a sweater on for the I don't know how you're wearing that sweater right now. It's um it's hot in the studio, yo. And it's cold outside. I think it's because the heat must be like cranking in the building. Mm. Um because it's it, it is cold. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, I didn't even think about that until I just said it. What? The heat. <laughs> like in the actual building itself. Yeah. Um, I know the sun is beaming, but somehow we got like two blasts of winter again. We're supposed to be getting one tonight. Have you heard? No, I don't. We're I supposed don't, to don't be to getting that. more ice. Okay. We'll see if it's any of that good Ohio ice. Ohio. <laughs> Ohio ice. It's, uh, yo, doesn't it feel like we're slowly moving towards Fallout? Like the video game? post-apocalyptic wasteland everybody's going into bunkers and shelters at least all the elite yeah from the conspiracies that i keep hearing yes there's bunkers and underground places for them to retreat into mm -hmm. um have you seen any of these luxury bunkers i've been seeing them around man i wish i had money bro i just build one of those just to build it <laughs> not even for doomsday or whatever because bro if, if there's another flood mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know if you'd necessarily want to be underground <laughs> No, you'd be in the mountains. Yeah, right? Like, you don't want to be in the highest point yeah. that you could possibly get to. Yeah. Even then, though, like, if we're talking about, like, interstellar waves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be on those mountains. <laughs> the mountains are. They're waves. Yo, they're valleys, dog. Like, at that point, you're in the pits anyways. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I hope everybody's been doing good. hope you had a good week. Staying warm or cold, wherever the hell you are. You know what I mean? Um, Bunch of shows. So many shows that I actually forgot to write them down. Like, I think I only talked about one show last week. And and I was like, oh, this is it. This is my only, I have like one more show. I had like three more shows that weekend. <laughs> um, oh, I know what I did. 
one of them. Then where did I go? So I we did. We went on a little bit of a tangent last week. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's yeah, 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 just a little bit. I go on pure tangent, bro. You know what, fucking, bro, put, can you pull up my Instagram, pull up that comedy clip? Because this, this clip that I just released, uh, by the way, if you're not following me, aka Black Zeus on all social media platforms, uh, this particular clip is on Instagram. It's, it should be like the first one. Yeah. So I just released this uh, from this past weekend, but this pretty much encompasses, like I've gotten really good at just like bringing life onto the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, at least I, for me, you know what I mean? Uh, and I've been trying to figure out a way how to convey like these types of conversations without being preachy or messagey or anything like that on stage. But a lot of them just end up being like conversational on stage. And they're turning out like this. I really like this specifically. Oh wow, it's it's actually doing all right. I, uh, I <laughs> uh, yeah, just play the clip. Just play the clip. <laughs> I don't even get any of these clips for Instagram because that's why we do comedy now. You know, nobody even wants to just be an artist anymore. We do it for clips. <laughs> Pathetic. <laughs> it's okay. I actually do, I don't do it for clips. I don't give a. Fuck. I know I'm funny, I don't need to look. Please like me. <laughs> I look in the mirror and I love me. That's Instagram right there. That's the internet life right there. Don't be fucking weird and look for your love on the fucking internet. And stop being an art. Bro, art is dead, eh? What the fuck, bro? Everybody, I want to You know, every comic's been, like, all the new comics been here for five minutes. Everybody has a comedy special. Are you fucking serious right now? What are you talking about, poop? This is my favorite. Shut up, (laughs) bro. I love telling the crowd to just shut the fuck. I've been doing this for twelve years. I'm watching people run up like cockroaches now. It's like I'm a fucking special. I went on tours. Like you hit up Austin Station. (laughs) Yeah, being an artist, bro. The long game. You know what I mean? Don't like. Don't worry about likes and all that. Be really good. And then when you walk into a room one day and you're really good, people are like, holy sh- that guy's really good. I want them to come back. As opposed to you show up and you're just you're like, well, that guy can never come back. <laughs> there it is. Like, and you've obviously been hanging around me for a minute. Mm-hmm. This is pretty much. That's how, that's kind of the conversations where, you know. I actually, who was it? Oh, there it is actually. There's a comment. Uh, shout out to my boy Warren because he posted this. He's like, this man is exact same on stage as he is in real life. Some same rancid person. Love you, bro. Keep killing it. I, I, first of all, love you, Warren. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that. But that is that is what I've been chasing. Mm-hmm. F- like now, I'm ready to enter the comedy like like the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Like, bro. Like, I don't have fear of this shit. You know what I mean? I still see comics that have been in the game longer than me shake before they go up on stage. I'm like, how the fuck? What have you been doing? Like, what the look? What have you been doing personally, bro? This isn't just about on stage. It's a, it's. But again, this is to me personally, bro. I don't give a fuck what you do. Whatever works for you, nigga. Please keep doing it as long as you're doing some positive shit in life. But even if not, we all have our nature. Uh, uh, you know, you know, yo. I don't know if you watched last week's episode, but there was some editing done in that. I think I, I think I spoke too much. 
<laughs> I think I said too many things. Uh, not even about anybody specifically, but there was some industry, like some industry shit that I said that I'm like, you know what? This mm. might be, this could be liable. Yeah. I think you actually put that idea in my head. Normally, I wouldn't have the fear of it. Here's me talking about having no fear and then I edit my own <laughs> podcast because the Illuminati might come and get me. What did I say? Did I say something that spooked? I mean, you said something. It was lighthearted and stuff. It wasn't too spooked, but it was real. It was genuine. I felt the genuineness in what you said. And it made me stop and think about it. I'm like, well, you know, like, I don't want to be sued. I don't have the money for that. (laughs) And talk about industry people that are a lot more powerful than me. Again, I'm nobody. So let's be honest. Nothing was going to happen from it. But. Like, other people are talking about it anyways, so why not let them take the hit, nigga? Because some wild shit there is. <laughs> All I'm saying is shout-outs to Corey Holcomb. Uh, That's lo- what you cut out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like, I don't remember what we did for the first 15 minutes of the episode. You cut it out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Salute to Corey Holcomb. Uh, he's been in the trenches much longer, and uh, he's got a lot more uh, connections than I do. Think I think he feels a lot safer in being able to publicly state what he stated. Well, I think, and okay, this is not to be like a as like a diss or anything, but I kind of see him in that same space as like he's free to say whatever he. Yeah, wants no, one hundred percent. That's not a diss I mean? at all, nigga. But I was gonna say like in the way how like. Kanye might say whatever whatever he says. Mm-hmm. Corey's just like because Corey can bring in his own crowds and you know exactly so he's exactly you know what I mean and and I think I just keep like the reason that I'm releasing clips like this more comfortably because mm-hmm. this is how I've been but a I've I've started to bring it to the stage also yeah which is something I've had to just be more comfortable doing mm-hmm. because I exist in a landscape where all my homies are doing the like going the traditional route I say traditional but like. You know, like going the social media clips and all this stuff, yeah. and that's I'm. Th- this is nothing. I have the conversations with them, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of them share the same sentiment. But they're playing. They're playing the game, the way that it should be played. Now, if you're like this guy right here on on my wall, Patrice O'Neill, this this nigga is. <laughs> You don't want to cut out another fifteen minutes. Yeah, well, I'm gonna <laughs> cut out another fifteen minutes. <laughs> I mean, you caught me. You caught I the wheelies. <laughs> you saw. I'm like, what do I say about Patrice that isn't fully controversial? All I'm gonna say is, this nigga's blueprint of how to navigate the industry, though, set him back. Mm-hmm. Perception. Yeah. Perception. Because I, I I listened to him my entire come up and slightly before I really entered the comedy space but from what he said throughout and i've listened to all like anything that exists patrice online i've heard that doesn't mean i know him or anything but i feel like i've heard him say this shit enough to where i understand that he was okay with it bro Mm -hmm. at some point you just have to be okay with whatever the fuck you're okay with Mm -hmm. if you want to go the traditional mainstream route and and appeal to corporate corporate uh america quote unquote you know what i mean that the there's not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that. Just know what you're signing up for for real. Mm-hmm. And if you have an actual like idea to be an artist in your heart of hearts, then that's not like you're gonna find out very quick that that is not the way. But what I keep seeing is like fuck it, bro. People just say fuck it. 
because I'm having the conversations with with people all over the place mm-hmm. who don't like the the way that shit is gone. But we have to play the game. It's like I have to have a social media presence. But I still you, don't have a TikTok. I I don't think I will have a TikTok. But you, the thing is, you don't have to play the game. I think that's one of the things like where that's Correct. Sort of baked into how we talk about it. Correct. You know what I mean? You don't have to play the game. You don't you have know? to. And it's not even a thing about having to play the the whatever. It's you know, you're just doing your own thing. Well, it's it's yo, know, it's the it's the difference between like the Nipsey mentality like everything is a marathon Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter when you cross the finish line all that matters is that you do cross the finish line or like bro people like comfort bro there's also there's also like people are uncomfortable being in the trenches i've been literally in the fucking trenches Mm -hmm. i haven't traveled the way i really should which i will start to now because i wasn't this good yeah Mm -hmm. and that's the thing that i think people just give up on because they follow everybody else. It's like, okay, well, I've been at this for this amount of time, which means I need to have something out. So they put out a comedy special, which is fucking mid. Mm. Don't put out a product that's mid. Sure, okay. And now there's this other mentality, too. You got to flood the streets, right? You just, like, the more you just, you just got to put mentality. shit out. <laughs> the Gary Vee mentality. Flood well, the streets. You just, literally, though, but that's the mentality, right? Like, yeah. you just got to flood content out there. Yeah. And then some of it sticks. And then you just continue to push it out there until the until the point you, you get to build your own platform. Mm-hmm. And then now you're just making... But, okay. Here's the thing that isn't talked about when we talk... Because that is fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? There is something... To hard work beats talent. 100%. Yes. Hard work beats talent all day, every day. Mm-hmm. But there's something to the mixture of talent and hard work. You, like, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? I understand. Because hard work beats talent to me is fake it till you make it. That's the same difference. Well, okay. Hard work, the way I look at the hard work beats talent is some people are just naturally talented, but they never really do anything. Correct. And there's people. That maybe they're not they're not naturally talented, but they work hard. Correct. So they actually surpass and they flood the talented, streets because right? you're just constantly out there to the point where it's almost like a perception game, bro. Because now we're living in, in an actual state where, like, the amount of followers or likes dictates well the, okay. how good you are, which is fucking bogus. No, no, no. Because no, because think of it. We were having this conversation before, like you know, out there. These I, I I see these Instagram accounts the same way as we look at the Coliseums. It's all a focusing of attention. But it's the lowest common denominator is what I'm saying. Nobody's fucking putting an actual... Bro, you're telling me that these are effort videos? You're telling... Like, sure, there's actual effort of maybe people meeting up and creating sketches and shit. Have you looked at the actual... Have you scrolled through this horse shit? <laughs> it's the same fucking shit from a different face and a different body yeah. everybody's copy pasting the same formula right now yes. and and what's working for comedians especially newer comedians bro i see people come in and build platforms and shit for themselves yeah and that's and this isn't a knock bro yeah, yeah. this is not a knock but mm-hmm. we have to be able to at least address yeah. how the fuck to approach because i truly see that like people are more in the commodification of shit. They're not really in it for the artistry because if they really were, they'd be comfortable with the longer route. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But people jump in and, you know, they gain traction from certain shit that really doesn't take that much effort to produce or create. Mm -hmm. Creatively, bro. Creatively. Mm -hmm. 
and it gains traction and you build an audience and I'm seeing it all over the world, bro. Comics from all over the world build up on social media, build up on TikTok and now they have that audience that they can go travel directly to which is a beautiful thing but now your audience knows you for horse shit. I've been in the audience. I've been in the audiences, bro. Yeah. People are there to see your Instagram shit, not your fucking comedy. So what are you? Are you a social media guy? But a lot of these people came in wanting to be comics. But wanting to be whatever, wanting to be an actor, wanting to be whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, social media is, I keep cutting you off. But. Well, because I, I also think about this a lot. But if you're focusing a lot of your time on social media and not focusing on actual comedy stuff, you're more of a social media person Correct. than you are a comic. Correct. Right? So even if... And then you're going to go around telling people you're a comic. It's like it well, doesn't add up. Well, you can still... Call yourself a comic because it's all semantics at this point. Comedy is subject, like the word comedy. I don't, I don't even mean comedy itself. The word comedy now is subjective, bro. Like social media killed that word and what it means. Like you, you really have to differentiate stand up comedian because okay. well, a lot yeah, of okay. a lot of it. So, so yes, stand up comedian. Okay, yeah. so stand up comedian. I'm gonna put that as like the baseline. So, are you putting your ten thousand hours into being a stand up comedian so that way? When you do have a crowd and you do stand up in front of them, you're telling your jokes? Or are you going to put 7,500 hours into Instagram and then you only put your 3,000 hours into your stand-up, but you're still claiming that you're a 10,000-hour stand-up comedian? My 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 main issue is is because I, I can respect I can respect that. Like, I can respect the whole idea of, like, fake it till you make it. or And, and I actually prescribed to hard work beats talent because i used to be the talented guy that put no hard work in yeah and then but i never complained that other people were surpassing me i was smarter than that yeah (laughs) i just recognized that i wasn't putting in the level of effort that i needed to for myself Mm -hmm. now that i'm reaching this is like okay i've had to really make decisions for myself Mm -hmm. what route do i want to go i'm not willing to compromise on artistic vision and and i will release when i want not because an algorithm tells me i need to release every fucking day Mm -hmm. or every hour or whatever i'll release what i want like if i release one video that blows up into a million views that doesn't make me want to make 80 more of those videos that makes me want to make something new yeah but like we're at this point now where it's just regurgitated bullshit Which is the same as me. Like, why are artists now on an individual level mimicking Hollywood? Hollywood is the one that's become stale and stagnant. But it's like seeping into whatever the fuck, like, the online form of entertainment has become Mm. that, like, people themselves are willing to turn into, like, a caricature caricature of themselves, bro. Like, I see it over and over again. It's like, okay, your videos are blown up, but now people want you to make only those videos. And when you stray out of that, you lose your followers. And then people get into a mental game with themselves. It's like, if you're not strong enough to really understand mentally what the fuck... Like, you gotta just commit and just do for you, not for others. Even though that there's benefit for others, Mm -hmm. like, art is not about creating for others. It's about creating for the sake of creating. Mm -hmm. Because that's just what you need to do to express yourself. Yes. So it's like what I'm experiencing and surrounded by is not art anymore, bro. It's Mm. it's it's and and I'm and I'm seeing the pain and I'm hearing the pain talking to my homies and talking to random people, reading random internet comments and shit. And I watch, like, there's a lot of comics too that have went this route. And if you look in their comment section, a lot of their time is spent defending themselves because people are like, yo, this isn't funny. Why would you release this shit? I'm like, 
Well, this is, this Bruh. is and this is the thing that you know Joe Rogan. He always talks about get post don't, your shit and get out. Don't bro. even read the comments. Why? But yeah. that. But people aren't. Do you get it though? You see the mental thing. Yeah. Because at that point, you're not creating for yourself. You're exactly. not creating for the sake of creating. You're exactly. creating for the. Fu- you're a clout demon, bro. <laughs> Like, you're a fucking cloud demon. Here's the thing they don't tell you about fake it till you make it, all right? The thing about fake it till you make it is that you make it, but when you do, you're fake. (laughs) You're fucking fake. You're a shell of yourself. You're not who you actually wanted to be going into the fucking thing. So it's like, yeah, fake it till you make it all you want, baby. And then when you actually fucking get there, guess what? Now you're somebody else's puppet. That's when, When people say fake it till you make it, I say... Believe it till you achieve it. Hey, ooh! <laughs> I'm going to have to start, like, uh, clipping out parts of the podcast that all of that is going to be the fake it till you make it clip. Yeah, and well, yeah, yeah. you might as well. Because I have to start doing that, man. Honestly, I have to start... Like it would be a whole chapter. Diversify your bones, nigga. I got to cut up the, I gotta cut up all the, all the pieces of this carcass and use them whole, man. Yeah. I can't be living... Leaving no parts of this podcast out anymore. Yeah, you have to, you have to, you know, be grateful for the the kill. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Nothing can go to waste in, in these lands. So if you're just watching this by happenstance, if you're if you're still one of the people that are listening to the podcast on one of the, because there's actually a lot more listeners still, mm-hmm. um, make sure you hit up the video uh, on YouTube because uh, all this stuff is starting to get busted out into and and look at me like this is the irony. Even me posting this clip. The irony is not lost on me on posting this. Like, if you even look at the caption that I posted, it was like, I know I'm talking about everybody's just, like, doing comedy now to post clips online. Yeah. And then I turn this into a clip and post it online. I didn't even film this. Somebody else filmed this for yeah, me. Yeah, But, like, the irony is not lost. I know I still need content, but I'd rather it be real and let's discuss something real. Yeah, because you didn't film, like you said, someone else filmed what you're already doing. Now, that's not to say I don't film my own sets, too, and piecemeal those and post clips like i still do this but yeah but you're once again it's it's different because you're doing stand-up comedy you're not doing clips on instagram i love you thank you yeah you differentiated that perfectly for me yeah right because it's it's two different things when when you're doing clips on instagram it's just it's different Mm -hmm. it's a different thing than you going on stage and doing stand-up i've done a little bit of both you know what I mean? I did a little bit of stand-up and I did a little bit of clips on, on Instagram. Yeah. It's two different things. It's completely. So you can get better at one or you can get better at the other, but it's still, you You know, if you want to be a stand-up comedian, you got to do stand-up comedy. You got to be in the trenches, bro. You got to like, well, I don't know, man. But yeah, but more power to everybody doing whatever the fuck their heart tells them to do, man. Because that's mm-hmm. also a hard thing to do in this day and age. So yep. like, I, I this isn't a, a shit on anybody. This no. isn't. But it is like our open and honest uh, thoughts and discussions about it. And that's what I want. Like, I want, I feel like this season more so than any other, I fully know what the fuck this podcast is, Mm -hmm. you know? And uh, shout out to Abbas Wahab. I think he was telling me like the metric for a podcast is it takes seven years for a podcast to really fucking solidify itself. Really? And this is four years in. Yeah. And like, even though from day one, I always knew like, and I called it like this podcast is the companion piece to my comedy career. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's, it's taken some time to get into the real groove you oh, know 100 and now it's like yo we're having the real discussions we're piecemealing this the way we should be and yeah. getting like all like extracting 
clips and all that shit. You know, we're doing the we're doing the social media thing. We're we're getting to a point where we understand what we're doing. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. Like you just get. You gotta better. crawl before you can walk. Yeah, you gotta, and then you gotta walk before you can run. You gotta run before you can sprint. Yeah, that's pretty. You good. You gotta sprint before you can fly. You know what I'm saying. Um. <laughs> Let's do some show recaps. Let's go for it. I did uh I did the Soho House in Toronto. Uh shout outs to Sashka DC. She ran that show, put me on there. Um it was a private club and a private event. It's so private, like it's one of those buildings. It's a massive building too, bro. There was like two, three hundred people there. Yeah. It was massive, bro. It was like and it's this like nice, swanky style private club. And it's just a bunch of just loaded with hipsters, bro. I think I even opened my set with, uh, I didn't. I uh, thank you for inviting me to this Illuminati meeting. I didn't know the Illuminati was made up of hipsters. It's like some shit like that. And um, but yeah, it was like all like there was no promo for the show. There was no nothing. I asked I asked Ashka for a poster. Mm-hmm. She's like, it's a private club, man. There ain't no. Don't worry about that. It's, really? Yeah. I show up to the building and I had to do a double take because there was no markings on it, no nothing. So knock on that. It was like straight up. <laughs> it was straight up like some secret club type, like some secret society type shit. You show up to a building with a door. Yeah, leave a match. And you, yeah, <laughs> you like unless you know to open the door, you wouldn't think to open this door, you know. And then you just open the door, and all of a sudden you're in this actually really dope ass place, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, the food was really good too. So shout out to that. I did do another show right after. I had to leave early, but I don't remember where I went. Oh, Comedy Bar East. Uh, shout out to Lenny Corrado. I uh, best damn comedy show. I think it was what it was called. No, that's uh, that's the other guy that looks like Lenny. <laughs> shout out to Luke Lindale. That's him. But uh, Lenny put me on the show. I forget what he called the show, but it was a great show at Comedy Bar East, a uh, new comedy bar venue. Um, they have one in the west end of Toronto uh, on Bloor and Ossington. A really fun show. There was like eighty people there. It was packed. I I forgot to set up my camera. I didn't really have a space to set up my camera there. So. But I'm fine with that, man. I have so many just gem moments that are just for that audience. Mm-hmm. And that to me, like, bro, like that to me is art, bro. Yeah. Like that's yeah. something just for them. Mm-hmm. Well, like, that's what it is each time. That's what also people forget. Like sometimes people forget that when you're doing stand-up, it's for the crowd that's right in front of you. It's for the you. crowd, bro. Actually, yeah. a lot of people, bro, a lot of people start start with that knowledge, but then... Ego takes over, and especially if you start to get good and stuff, then you're kind of, there's a lot of comics that are just there for them, themselves, you know? Mm. It was like, uh, I forget who I was talking, damn, I really, this is going to make me upset, because I would love to give them credit for putting this idea in my head. But it's like, you just got to be always grateful and, and mindful of the fact that you're there for, like, they paid. Yeah. Like, the audience paid to have a good time to. Was it Jesse? I know he talks about grateful all the time. Uh, <laughs> what, like, I'm sure he's talked about that, but not, that's not who I'm thinking yeah. of. Um, it might have even been Kenny Robinson, because mm. uh, I remember someone like had an awful set at Nubian show, and they were like ripping into the crowd, like telling them their shit and all this stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> when was this? Uh, months ago, months ago. I but uh, b- but that show. yeah, but I remember <laughs> Kenny afterwards. He's like, like not scolding but the way that kenny does he'll make you feel like shit rightfully so mm-hmm. when you do some shit like that i've done that you know not to that extent yeah. but he's like what the fuck are you doing man like why are you making them feel like shit they paid to come here yeah. you know yeah. what i mean to have a good time it's like 
Like you can't let that escape your your thoughts, man. Like the crowd is there to mm-hmm. see you, to see a good show, and just to have a good time and alleviate the fucking pain of existence, yeah, bro. Exactly. <laughs> like, because the the goal, right? At least the the way I look at it, not for everybody, but like the better you get at comedy, the more people you're able to alleviate that pain for just that hour of and course. a half. And that to me is more than like any like yeah, on Instagram. Exactly. So I, I actually have completely reconnected. I think that's what's happening and why I've become more vocal on stage and shit. Because mm. I, I sense it in the in people too, in the masses. Like we're all just existing, but we just keep existing because we just have been existing. Yes. But so many people are fed up with the way that individually they are existing and as a collective we are existing. We're just like the comedy is that form to to talk about this shit, but you gotta be funny. And thankfully, I'm just the nigga to do this shit. Because uh, there's a lot of people that have these thoughts, but damn, they cannot convey them in a funny manner. Mm. It comes off preachy or fucking like all this shit. But I'm literally able to say that like I've gotten to that point, bro. Like when Chappelle was like, nigga, I'm, I'm like, I feel, bro, I have transcended being a comedian I am just comedy now. Mm-hmm. I am comedy. I am the living embodiment of the word and essence of what that word is. Mm-hmm. I feel like I like like I can't even begin to describe how much like just how I feel has transformed at at shows. Mm-hmm. It's like every time I think I'm comfortable, I just find new comfort, you know? It was like I test myself in new ways and and poke back at people in different ways, but then like in a meaningful way. I don't do it to just do it. I do it to actually invoke thought and laughter at the same time. Um, but again, I'm not a Martin Luther King. Please don't don't kill me. I'm not out here trying to unify the masses. <laughs> um, yeah. So I did those two shows. Uh, this past weekend was great. I was just at the Comedy Lab, uh, only black-owned comedy club in Toronto. Shout out to Danton Lamar. Uh, power fist in the air for that. Um, great. Actually, that's where this clip is from, the one that we just played. Uh, that's from the most recent show there. I stopped off at Backroom Comedy Club. Uh, they just celebrated their one-year anniversary. Salutes to Brandon and Ariel and, um, and the whole crew at Backroom Comedy Club. Congrats on their one year. I just saw they actually renovated again like they re reorganized the and it was like a happy accident the way they were telling me it's like mm-hmm. a, they, they were forced to move it around because like a fire exit was blocked or something oh, okay. but because the like because of where the door was like they <clears throat> opened up the space all the way and now it's like a like because i saw like a yeah there's like, like, like turned it sideways exactly yeah. so they they turned it all sideways now and now like the the whole wall is so like the have, stage like, wall exactly <laughs> and the, and the sliding door work like it, it just yeah. salutes to them man i really see i really see uh good things Growth. for this for this club's future man so i'm, I'm proud i'm proud of them and uh and happy i was at let's see i did a bunch of shows and i can't even remember where was i Ooh, staircase theater on Friday in Hamilton, Ontario. Now, this place is a magical place because that's where I started comedy 12 yeah. years ago. Staircase Theater. Yeah, I did smooth comedy. Uh, shout outs to Kim uh, McKenzie and uh, Darren uh, Menzies. I always butcher this man's name and what a disrespect because this man is a gem of a human being. Like, just to look at this guy, you just laugh. Like, I can't not look at him and just like, I'm like, this guy is the essence of comedy. Like, he's just, like, his 
physical makeup, the way he looks. Not that he's a funny looking dude. He's a regular looking guy. But like when he's in comedy mode and, and him and Kim have like a sketch troupe with smooth comedy is what they call themselves. So check them out on YouTube. Um, just funny fucking guys, bro. And just out there. I like absurdity. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I love absurdist type shit. And they're really some of the most out there dudes I know. Uh, smooth comedy runs upstairs the last Friday every month in Hamilton at the Staircase Theater. Uh, historic location. Actually, the historic Hamilton venue. And, uh, and yeah, where I started comedy 12 years ago, it was crazy, man. I was, I was just like on that stage. Like I went into that room and went on the stage and it was like, I was transported into 12 years into the past. It was fucking bonkers. Was that the first time you had been there since? No, no. I've been there a while ago. Like, cause I've done smooth comedy. So okay. it's not like, but for whatever reason, I think because I've hit this new space mm, yeah, you're able that I've really that. been able, I was really able to take in and just appreciate and yeah. digest what the fuck. Dude, like from the version of myself that started on that stage to the version that stepped on it just this past weekend, like I fit, like uh, I went through like a time warp. Uh, like I went I, through a wormhole. Yeah, yeah, bro. Like I, I experienced it all in the blink of a memory. And then when you went back on stage, you did the handshake with you. With myself, like in an interstellar, bro. I was. <laughs> um, if you're into science and spirituality, I know those things shouldn't mix. But watch Interstellar, fucking fantastic movie Great. that you wouldn't. It's like. The 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 spirituality is like just nestled in the background. Don't worry, it's not a fucking god movie, but it might be. All right, back to the podcast. <laughs> uh, let's do the weekly poll question. Let's get into this week's Black Zeus, the podcast interactive, beautiful people fan question poll. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar, every Monday on my Instagram social media feed, again, every couple of minutes you see it scroll on the bottom of the video if you're watching on YouTube. If not, aka Black Zeus on all social media, specifically Instagram is what I'm talking about right now. Every Monday morning on my Instagram story feed, I post a new interactive poll. On Wednesdays, we talk about, discuss the reactions and results. And then start over a new uh, the next week. Um, so this week's poll question was, what do you think happens when we die? Question mark. This feeds perfectly into last week's poll question, which was life is blank. And the options there were uh, spiritual or... Um, A mathematical or logical. No, scientific. the spiritual and something. It was like religious or spiritual. And then scientific, and then Should both. Ah, nah, it's not a big okay. deal. But it was something like that. Yeah. But the majority of the people said both. Mm-hmm. Um, so this naturally just feeds into that. So what do you think happens when we die? The options uh, for the poll question were nothing, heaven slash hell, reincarnate, and something, but I don't know. And the results uh, are, give us a drum roll, please. That was perfect, dog. That was perfect. Oh, you know what? Talk about that drum machine. That's the sound. That's we need West. That like, bruh. I'll make it noted. Bruh. Noted. All right. See how we naturally got there. That's that's. I'm happy it happened this way. Um. So the results were. 33% 33% of the people said nothing happens after you die. 0% said heaven, hell, ascend, descend. Uh, 27% said reincarnate. And 40% said something, but I don't know. Um, so the two largest portions, 33%, 40%. 
mostly people think something happens, but they don't know what. And then right before that would be nothing. I'm always interested with the nothing people, man. It's like to think that just nothing happens is like, I don't know, bro. You can't get, what, what, can you get something out of nothing? Or can you get nothing out of something? If you have something, can it then become nothing? Because what's the, what's, because nothing really dies, right? Energy, energy yeah. never dissipates. It exactly. just fucking. It goes on to the next. That's why it at least has to be something. Like, yeah, like you, I, I feel me personally, at yeah. the very least, you gotta be a something, but I don't know. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. to outright say nothing. Well, I think, once again, a, a nothing person might be someone that is stuck in the, the scientific. Stuck realm. in the middle of you. Sorry, no, they're not even stuck in, the, they're stuck in the scientific. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because it's like, oh, I can't prove. So. And I don't believe in God, so just nothing. Nothing happens after you die. I feel like... Because nothing's proved. You know, can we be honest, though? I want. I wish I could ask that 33% of people that believe nothing. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I'm sure they are scientific people. You know what I mean? They believe in, like... Yeah. Like, they need proof of things. Have they, like, poked or tried to poke holes in the in their foundational beliefs of there being nothing? No. And a lot of the times I find... That people just completely dismiss any sort of mystic side, yeah. when, especially when it comes to science and, and trying to prove or disprove. But it's like if you if you really if not do the science, it's a trust the science, bro. There's, there's like there's science in the Bible, in the Quran, in the in, in all these books. There's science in them. There's science in Buddhism. There's science in like for people to just outright think there's because they perceive it to be a religion or a faith or a spiritual belief that there cannot be scientific logic mm -hmm. um, behind any of it mm -hmm. just goes to show that they really haven't thought deeply about any of it. Yeah. And that to me is the bigger issue. Surface it's like, level science. Yeah, bro. It's like surface level science. At that point, your religion is science. Yeah. You're just you're just trusting what you've been told. It's like the trust the science shit that we've been hearing during COVID, bro. Yeah. It's like you keep telling us to trust the science, but you're only presenting like three scientists. And saying. the whole thing about scientific thing is it's scientific debate, bro. They, There's people on all sides of the fence. Yeah, they say trust the science. They don't say do the science. Correct. They don't say ooh. They say trust the science. They don't say do the science. Damn, nigga, that's profound as shit. <laughs> because if they all did the science You see You see If you did the brothers science Brothers and sisters we, we shouldn't be going I went Cosby with it That was, that was that my, was my bad. Bobby that was, that was my bad um, <laughs> But if you all did the science You would at least you be see? something That's what I'm saying Yeah If you went and did the science You did your research You did the homework You would at least be a something Because yeah. there's too much stuff out there For you to be like eh And just to that you would at least be like, okay, I something. don't know, but something. That's what I'm saying. The transference of energy is very real, man. The energy doesn't go I, away. I, 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 and so once you get to at least that level of understanding, you, you have to be something. Because like you said, energy doesn't disappear. It's not like you die and all of a sudden there's less energy in the universe, mm -hmm. right? The energy just went somewhere else. So of these, what do you identify with most? Me personally... I'm I it's more of a reincarnation thing because we're all one thing. So 
we're always dying and being born as ourself at the highest level. I don't think, I, I think reincarnation is part of the process, but I don't think, I no, don't think it's, I don't think it's the end process. At the same time. Mm, yeah, but at only, yeah, no, no, wait, wait, wait. No. Yes. No, only in this perceived like experience. But outside of this, who's to say that we're actually being, I think it's just a return to, that's not a rebirth, that's a return. Okay. So I think you re, so, re like, if you come back, I truly, so I. You're returning to what? Source. But source you energy. You left source, right? What? You left source and you returned to source. But that's not so a. So is re that life and death? You leave source, you come down here, so you died because you but left source. But with this, but the, I'm then, starting so to really see die. this experience as death. Because if we're talking about life and death. Yeah, so we'll be resurrected when we die. We'll be reincarnated. But when we be born? We're reincarnated. When we die? We're reincarnated as. They're both happening at the same time. Yes. When, when we're born, we're dying. Yes. Our spiritual and higher self dying, is dying and coming down into this physical when, plane. And, when we're dying, and then we're when we're born. dying, we're being reborn. But. I don't, but re reborn is our perception of it, bro. I think it's a return. That's yeah, that's why I'm saying it's. it's but is but is it a rebirth? We're or is it a but is it a no, shedding no. of a skin? It's like a snake. A snake sheds. So skin, then, how is it reincarnation if we're always ourselves? Then we've always just been yeah, the source. So how is it reincarnation though? Because reincarnation just means death and rebirth, or you reincarnated. You, you got to start. Doing your etymology, my brother. All right, no, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I see, I see, I see where you're okay. I see where you're coming from. Right. I see you're, you're taking this like literally literal, like it's no, like no, to the. <laughs> but I'm I'm taking it in the sense of how most people use it in terms of coming back as a fucking another person or a cow or a butterfly or whatever the fuck. Yeah, like but in this. Because let's be honest, though, that's how most people I would imagine perceive that when they read it. Yeah, but we are cows and butterflies and everything, are we not? Okay, yes. So that was the problem. If energy because never this, goes because I don't think this is the end goal, bro. I think to reincarnate is to. Oh, why the fuck would you want to come back here, bro? If you if you ran the test already, if you cycled through, unless you, the only reason you come back is if you didn't learn what you're supposed to learn to fucking get past this to shoot past, yeah, bro. But remember. There's an infinite amount of things to learn and an infinite amount of things to experience. Oh, yeah. So even if you experience everything down here, there'd still be there's more. another somewhere. There's another there's another there's another oh shit! Ah <laughs> oh, shit! Thinking you did it. So that's why you would want to come down and reincarnate. But oh, once shit. again, but you might not necessarily want to come back here. There might be another spot that you want to go down and experience that. Yeah, so you come back. It's like maybe a, I want to go down as a gas molecule on fucking Jupiter. Yes, or you come back as an ant or as a tree. I don't want to come back. No, I don't want to come back. This is, I think this is hell, bro. If you got to experience the physical, to, to live is to suffer. Like, what is life is suffering? All life is suffering. What is that? Buddhist? If yeah, I don't know who says that, but I've but like, bro, but I see it, bro. Yeah. Anything within this physical manifestation, if you if you have a conscious, yeah, like whether you're like, yeah, maybe but, not conscious, but if you like, if you have life, yes. But then think of it like this, because this is this is the thing when we we're talking about the grays earlier, right? Yeah. When you get to that uber <laughs> level of consciousness, right? Yeah. Where you feel everything all the time, you're already. <laughs> so you don't have a camera on you right now, nigga. You got to explain whatever the fuck that is. But you're already everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. right? You're everything everywhere all at once. E exactly. Right. <laughs> this is this is why I still need to see this movie. 
But, Yo, I haven't been able to sit through, but, but you know what? Let's do it. Like right, we next should, week, we come over early. We'll watch that movie. We'll right, talk about right, it. Sounds good. But you, so you're already everything, right? You you feel everything, mm-hmm. but there's one thing that you can't feel. You don't know what it's like to not be everything. So you got to come down here and be like, yo, what is it like to be able to see? To just be one thing and experience through the perception or perspective of just this one individual thing. Yeah. So you want to see what it's like to (laughs) see the universe from your perspective. And your perspective. And my perspective. You know, in the Quran, there's a, there's, and I'm paraphrasing, um, a comedian actually told me about this, this line, but uh, there's, there's a line. And again, I'm sorry if I'm butchering this to any uh, Muslims out there. Um, but it says that even if not one human were to, to cry out in joy for, for me, this is God speaking. Okay. Even if one human were to not cry out, uh, for me, uh, it would not matter for the pebbles on the beach would still do so. The pebbles on the beach, bro. Yes. The pebbles on the beach, bro. <laughs> this, is this is what I tried to tell you five minutes ago, bro. <laughs> oh, this nigga's trying to retroactively be profound and shit. I'm trying to go back and give myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know that that is actually a very. I, and I when I heard that, I I just fell in love with that phrase because I, I and I really do understand it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like everything in this existence is is. Just is flat, period, yeah. plain. Much like the truth. God and the truth are synonymous, bro. This is this is like what I've really like. If you, if you have a hard time believing in God, then just believe in the and truth, then what's bro. What's the devil? A lie. The devil is a lie. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna save the other shit for next week. I'm gonna, cause I like this as an episode. <laughs> this is just. How much time we got? Uh, 45. Oh, my niggas. You got a whole show. This is, we continue to crank out episodes that I'm proud of, mm-hmm. I'm happy with, and give me more ideas to do extra shit with. So, um, yeah, I'll try and get an extra tripod too in case you forget yours. Well, and then we'll just have one in the studio. Have it with me. I usually have it. I left it at the... At the other spot? Yeah. It's all good. Uh, any, uh, any final thoughts? Um, any final thoughts? Well, to just put a cap on it, right? We come from source, and we're going to source. So we're always in that process. Mm-hmm. So we're source, we're leaving source, and we're going to source. We're all those three things. We're everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Black Zeus, <laughs> the podcast. Season four, episode four. That's double four, baby. Uh, yeah, some nice uh, symmetry going on. Um the beautiful people, we appreciate you. Uh, Dante, where can where can the people find you? Uh, you guys could follow me at Person One Prod P E R S O N One P R O D on Instagram. Uh, follow me for all your production needs and whatnot. All right, send me a DM. Uh, if you guys haven't seen this entire episode uh, at the bottom of the screen, in case you're watching or listening, I should say, I am AKA Black Zeus on all social media, AKA B L A C K Z E U S. Uh, same with YouTube. Uh, you can find it also under Black Zeus the Podcast. Make sure you're following, subscribed, liked. The algorithm doesn't really like that we have these real conversations and aren't just talking about random gibberish horse shit. Uh, so if you enjoy these conversations and if you enjoy 
uh, just being a part of something genuine. Not that everything else isn't genuine, but like, come on, bro. We're trying to experience real life and all move together in a positive, positive. I got to stop talking like that. I'm not Martin Luther King, bro. Shut up, niggas. Hey, 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 everybody go fuck yourself. Fuck you. All right. Good. That was enough negativity. All right. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back every Wednesday on your platform of choice, YouTube as well. Uh, follow me on social to find out where I'll be performing. Uh, hit me up in the DMs or comment or something if you want to see me come to your area. Uh, right now I'm in Southern Ontario, but me and Dante are working to start moving around the world. I'm putting it out there right now, holding myself accountable to that. Love you all. Thank you for being a part of this. Peace, peace. <laughs>